I forgot you got it filled instead of pulled, that's all. It's 1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the Occupy Zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Oh, shit. And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you every weeknight, just about, at midnight Eastern. Uh, we talk about guns for an hour. Got some people joining us tonight. Uh, Cycle Camp jumping in from Connecticut. Thanks for joining. Hi, everybody. Happy Christmas. Got Dano jumping in from Illinois. Thanks for joining. Glad to be here. And correction, it's Merry Christmas. And then we'll go up to Minnesota. And Roosters jumping in. Thanks for joining. Hey, G, thanks for the invite. Yeah. And then we got Dead Horse just jumped in from Utah. Oh, I don't know if he said something. And then I'm down here. <laughs> and actually, they say Happy Christmas in England. It's 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 Happy New Year. Well, he's saying they say Happy Christmas in England. England. What do they say in New Year, then? Merry New Year? I'm not sure they do New Year's and Christmas. That's um, a good question. Are you sure what side of the pond you're on at this moment? Hey, internationalize your output there, your out, outlook. You know, you got to think globally. Act uh, locally, think globally. Did you post something from Prager you know, University? Yep, national. Oh, no, you know what it was? I was minding my business looking at something on the internet. I've been looking at these freaking TikTok freaking videos. And uh, sometime uh, Prager University, you know what I'm talking about? Dennis Prager. Anyone? Sure do. Yeah, I so, like Prager. So there was one of these Prager University like sponsored things in front of my video or in front of the video I was about to watch, and I let it go. And it was like a whole little Prager University thing. It was like seven minutes long or something. He's talking about how Christmas is like the the happy holidays is an attack on Christmas and all this. Anybody seen this by any chance? I don't think I've seen that. I, I know of the argument. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't really pay too much attention. I've been saying happy holidays just to, you know, because why bother screwing people or whatever, but I'm going back to Merry Christmas. So, fuck it. Merry Christmas. Yep. You basically well, I think, I think if you have a, a, a crowd that you know is a mixed crowd and there's a lot of Jewish people in there, to say happy holidays is, I think that's a nice oh, alternative. See, but you could just as easily say Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Well, here's the thing, and this is a point I never thought about because I never put any thought into it. I don't like Christmas all that much personally, so I never think about it. But um, he said basically that Christmas is an American holiday. It's a holiday that's you know one of the holidays that we have in this country. So it's a holiday. It's December 25th, and the what was it? Uh, um, holy day it might not be yours, but the holiday is ours. It's our country's holiday. So he said, even as a Jewish American, he says Merry Christmas, and he is proud to have a Christmas holiday and to say Christmas party and stuff like that. So I never thought about it like that, but it is a United States holiday, and it's not somehow doing anything. It's not offending anyone. You know, it's not suggesting their holidays aren't worthy or something, and it's not suggesting it's anyone's holy day, right? Anyway, yeah, so especially since you have a pagan tree there, it's not Christian. Well, I don't know. That's definitely getting into it. I don't know. Well, I, I almost do. almost all religions have 
two major holidays in common. And the first major holiday is the, is the one that's in the middle of the dead of winter because they just needed some reason to, to keep living. <laughs> and uh, most of them also have one, in, in, you know, basically at the solstice, the summer solstice and the winter solstice. And the, the Christians actually came up, the Christians actually came up with, with the holiday around that time because all their buddies were, everybody else had their holiday at that time and they didn't want to get left out. But it, it is one of the fake holidays in the Roman Catholic Church, yes. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because Christ was nowhere, you know, he was I mean, not. It, it was to incorporate a lot of the pagans in Germany at the time. And right, like, it was to get be... along. They were doing it to get along. They said, oh, well, yep. we'll have the big celebration at the same time as everybody else, and then we won't look like, you know, panty-ass weirdos. And it's the same reason why the, at that same time they changed uh, the, the, the services from Saturday, which is the seventh day of the week, to Sunday with for the sun worshipers. And no, I'm not joking. That that I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. All right. Well, let's but see. I agree with I agree with G Webs. The truth of the matter is Christmas, the Christmas holiday is an American, you know, the fact that the twenty fifth of December, that's an American institution thing. That's not really a religious thing. Exactly. And that it is an attack on secularism. I don't have a necessarily any uh, interest in seeing the world be de-secular. Is it secularized? Whatever they remove religion. There's definitely a move for that. And I don't see a desperate need to do that. And uh, there's definitely ulterior motives. And it's under the guise of what is it? Of um, what's the word? Inclusion. That they're you know getting other agendas. Yeah. Let's move on from that. And uh, Dan, I was asking before the chat about my tooth yesterday. So I think I mentioned the other day that I was going to be getting a looking around for a dentist or whatever. And I did find one. I called around. I got a free appointment. Went in and uh, I called a couple of places. One place was going to be $39 for a cleaning and an exam, but I couldn't get a hold of them. They wouldn't answer the phone. And then another place uh, was going to be 130 bucks just to probe around my mouth and tell me how much it would cost, right? And that wasn't even a clean. That was just an exam. So I started getting wow. concerned. And then I called the third place and they said, oh, come on by. We'll take a look. For free right i'm like okay i'll take you up on that when and i'm thinking you know sometime next year they said tomorrow morning so i went in there yesterday morning and they looked at it and they said okay and they put me in the room or whatever and she's like okay i'm gonna do an x-ray i'm like whoa 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 i, they, I signed up for like a free uh, you know look and they she walked in the other room came back she's like oh no we're gonna do an x-ray for nothing so they did an x-ray real quick and that's that picture i posted on the instagram and basically it's that tooth was missing a big chunk i had had a cavity back in the olden days and it, the cavity fell out and then recently like months ago or something another chunk of tooth fell out so i knew it was decaying more anyhow so they took a picture of it and saw that or the x-ray and they could see that it was missing some pieces he goes in there takes a look and says it's going to need a cavity not a root canal which is awesome and uh you know it's going to cost money and i got a i guess a card or, you know, line of credit for health stuff that lets me pay it off with no interest over six months which is kind of cool but um the reason i'm mentioning is just fyi but also uh, I don't know if there's other people out there in the same position as me, there must be, that aren't paying attention to that kind of stuff. Um, I had no idea what a root canal was. I thought that was something completely different, but it turns out if you let a cavity go uh, to where it gets too bad in your, you know, too deep basically into the nerve, uh, they kill your tooth by killing it, and then they drill out your nerve, which goes down into your bone, I think, through the tooth, and then pack all that with something, and it sounds excruciating, but more importantly, it's 1800 bucks. They drill out your roots. They don't drill out your nerve. 
No, they use those things with the smoke. They they do the smoke. They do destroy the nerve. If they kill the nerve, he said, and they leave. The I've nerve. had I've had a root canal. I know what that's all about. Yeah, I've had three root canals as yeah. well. So, yeah, the, the file they go down each root each root with is to remove the marrow because the tooth yeah. is basically a bone. Yeah, they're killing the tooth. He definitely said that. But anyway, it sounds excruciating. I don't even know, but it definitely sounds expensive. So I just figured I'd throw that out there as a public service. If you've been neglecting your teeth like I was, save yourself some money. The cleanings are like, you know, 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something once in a while, and that'll keep you whatever. And I guess it's a big deal because it's right by your brain and you can die or whatever. It's yeah, crazy. I just had a... Uh... Of course, I don't have dental insurance anymore because I just came off a of Cobra. And my dentist, for people that don't have dental insurance, he offers a plan. And I think it's $350 a year. And you get two cleanings and two oral exams for that. And I think you get 10 or 15% off your first filling. So That's it's pretty true. reasonable if you're not having a lot of work done, but keep your keep your teeth in good shape so you don't have to have work done. And Stephen yeah. saying right to the dentist and Dano had asked, and that's another reason I wanted to bring this up, is that I haven't been in the dentist in a long time. And yeah, all they did is they went at me with a Q-tip with something on it, and then that numbed my mouth. They waited a minute and then injected me with something. I did not even feel any of that. And from yeah, that point it's procaine. On, yeah. They used to use Novocaine, but now they use procaine. Well, so from that point on, as soon as they wiped it, it around me. As soon as they wiped it with the Q-tip, I couldn't feel another thing, except for the weird feeling of having people, you know, in your mouth. It's it was I didn't feel any pain at all. So I would say if you are concerned, it's I would not be concerned. It's not. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, when I had my teeth pulled, I I had I had eight teeth pulled and a tongue operation all in one sitting, and uh, I had them put me out for that. I just they just put me right out. So that was a lot easier. On the YouTube side, that if you can find a dental school they're a fraction of the cost and that's what i was looking at too but it's tucson so i would have had to go into phoenix and that would have uh, some gas on it plus you know, just time so well if you walk in and the guy looks like steve martin from uh you know <laughs> little shop of horrors <laughs> and run, run your ass out of there all right so anyway that's our little uh christmas conversation and then we talked about uh healthy tip of the day here, I guess. So uh, it's Wednesday, and we usually talk about the entertainment, and I've been talking oh. bump stock thing all day, so unless everybody really wants to talk about that, let's talk about entertainment, talk about something else. Yeah, God, I don't want to talk about anything that's going on in government today. Did you hear Cher came out uh, in support of Trump? And shocked the shit out of a lot of Dems? No. Oh, oh interesting. I thought that was pretty weird. I just happened to catch that as I was flying by all the other really bad press today. All right. Yeah, well, he, he, he must have done something she liked. I don't know. Somebody else, somebody a favor. Um, I'm going to go left to right, and we'll just talk. We'll mention our the last cool gun movie we've seen. I and mean, if you're out there watching, this show is not just a entertainment. We're encouraging people to be part of the media, use the, the platforms we have to chat. And uh, tell us the last cool gun movie you've seen. We'll go right to left this time. So, Roosted. You put me on the spot. I haven't watched a gun movie in a while. Um, maybe Predators. Does that count? Did you like Predators compared to all the other Predator movies? I liked it. I didn't mind it. That's the newer of them where they end up on the planet full of Predators. 
I mean, it, special effects was fine and all that, but it just seemed like a weird. I'm just. I wish they tried just be more normal with their plot. I don't know what they're coming up with. Like, there's a planet and they put people on it. It just seems weird. Dano? What's the question again? Last good gun movie you seen? Uh, it was yesterday. It was Fistful of Dollars. I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, did you watch just the one, or you watched all of them? Just the one. Uh, Gary. Uh, last movie I saw that had any guns in it at all was Ocean's Eight. Eight, the girl one. Yeah. Did you like that one? It's all right. It's different from the other ones, but same kind of premise, same kind of highest operation type stuff. It was pretty decent. I like how the the beginning when she just gets out of prison, I think she goes in that one store and just walks around picking up a bunch of stuff. And then she's like, I want to return this. And they're like, give me the receipt. Oh, I don't have a receipt. Well, and you can't return it. Like, okay, well then just give me a bag. And then she just walks out with all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, Dead Horse. A uh, movie called Gamer I watched the other night. Gamer? Yeah, Gamer. It has... Uh... That's where like there's a kids playing games, but there's like real life people running around or something. Yeah, like they're controlling real life people. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, they're like yeah, and like convicts or whatever. And if they win so many matches, a convict goes free or something. It's one of those things. Do you like it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was one of the better movies that I've seen that uh, Gerard Butler in. Uh, Cycle Counter. Uh, Ralph Rex, uh, Wreck It Ralph. The cartoon they had guns in it. Oh yeah, you remember the uh, the hero's duty there when he goes in there? They're fighting against the alien bugs and all that. And the Jane Lynch character who goes into the other game and brings a gun with her and all that. Sci-fi guns. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, Angelina, you ever seen a movie? Um, yeah, I've seen a movie before. I would say Deadpool 2. That was very good. Definitely guns in it. Um, I just seen Bumblebee in English. That was pretty good. There's guns in it. You know, shooting at the robots. Um, also, Spider-Verse was good. And there's a lot of, like, lasers in that one. Ooh, interesting. So you thought the Bumblebee movie was pretty good? It was not bad. I mean, it was like Matt keeps saying, it had the Transformers looking like they did in the cartoons. So they're Transformers like the movies now, all computer generated and fancy and stuff. And like yeah. intricate and you know all that. But in the shapes of the old ones, which is kind of cool. And the guy's a gun and a cassette player and all that kind of stuff from the old real Transformers. Yeah. I never, I never saw any of those in the theater. But I have watched quite a few of them, you know, on either broadcast TV or DVD. So I might be interested in seeing that. Yeah, I don't love the movies, but I really, really like the special effects. The visuals in it are just neat. And I don't pay attention. So to me, it's just every time I look over from doing something else, there's a robot doing something. It's neat. Cool. So we got some stuff happening out here. Ozzy's seen Equalizer 2 with Daniel Washington. Washington. Has anybody seen that one yet? No, I'd like to see that though. I really enjoyed the first Equalizer. Really? So, did you like the Equalizer TV show back in the day? 
No, I never watched it. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Because it's not the same. It seems like it can't be the same. The real equalizer is like an old British guy. Oh, okay. He's sort of like a butler that comes around. Like he's like Knight Rider mixed with a butler. Yeah, he was kind of like uh, like retired James Bond, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's that's what he he was more like uh, retired. What is it? MI five or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except like the eighteen, he's over here helping like little ladies and stuff. So I haven't even seen the first Equalizer. Anybody else seen Equalizer or Equalizer 2? I saw number one, and I thought it was, you know, I thought it was okay. It was a decent action flick. I enjoyed Denzel Washington, all his movies, like Man on Fire, stuff like that. Book of Eli. Yeah, so I enjoyed him as an actor. So I thought I could appreciate it, but yeah, it was nothing like the TV series, you know. I haven't watched Book of Eli ever, except for once. I'll have to watch that again. People like that movie, right? And I liked I him in really uh, Out of Time, I think it was called, where he plays the sheriff that's about to get yep. caught in a big scandal. Oh, that was yeah. pretty good too. I like that I one. Book of Eli once it was it was okay. I don't I didn't think it was great. It's hard to rewatch it because once you know the whole deal, it's kind of like uh, uh, yeah. you know I see dead people there. You know once once you've seen it now you know what the denouement is. It's kind of tough to it's kind of tough to watch it again and suspend your disbelief. I exactly. I think that's probably why I only seen it the one time. So I was like, oh, actually, yeah. I think it's great to watch it a second or third time because once you find out what that is, you actually see all the all the stuff you didn't notice before. So the second and third time watching that movie is probably like the best because you you notice a lot more stuff the second right. or third time. We got two different games we're gonna play here. <clears throat> second one, and we're gonna rip off a mat. But the first one, we're going to play off of what Dead Horse just said there. So what is – we're going to go round and round until nobody else can think of something, unless it takes forever. Um, movies that you that get better the more you watch them or that can be watched over and over and over because something – reason. So we'll start the other way. Angelina. Indiana Jones, all three, not the fourth. That's valid. Like, okay. Galaxy Quest. Good horse. Star Trek. Any of the Star Trek. Mm. Okay, so Gizzard. Blazing Saddles. Um, uh, I don't, but I know a billion other people are going to agree with you. Uh, Dano. All the Star Wars. That's a good one. I watch those all the time. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really? The movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, Which yeah. one? I'm t there's only one. There's TV show. Oh, there's two. Hitchhiker's Guide. What two? There's only the movie. There's the movie. There's the TV show. The series. There's, a, there's, there's only the, one movie. I'm pretty sure there was a British movie, and I thought there was an American remake. Well, I know there's American. There's a British movie of it. Oh yeah, there's a full length movie of that. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that one up because I do yeah. not. The modern one with the big head Marvin like they crammed all they tried to cram all the books into one and I just uh, I'd like the series way too much for that um, I'm going to say live die repeat or whatever that movie's called whatever language you're looking at it in but you know what I'm talking about with Tom Cruise yeah which, Tom Cruise that's a great one I love that movie over and over Angelina uh, back to the features all of them yeah, and there's stuff in those where if you watch them over after you've seen them, you see things in the background, right? That, like, oh, yeah. Tons. 
And then they also go from movie to movie, right? They've thrown stuff in movies that's from the other movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Psycho Kid. Fifth Element. Oh, man, that's a good one. I do watch that one a lot. Dead Horse? The Shining. Really? Oh, yeah. Lots of subliminal stuff. <laughs> Lots. I haven't seen that one since probably the olden days. I don't even think I've ever seen it on, like, a DVD or internet or anything like that. Uh, Gizzard? Full Metal Jacket. The good one. Uh, Dano, I was thinking of Gun for War. Uh, it's the World War II movie. Uh, it was on HBO. It's like five parts to it. A few Band good Brothers. Movies. Band what? of Brothers? Yes. I haven't watched that over. That would be a good one. Uh, Roosted. About Platoon. Yeah, I watched it quite a bit. Uh, I'll go with Time Cop. I don't know if you guys like. Uh, oh, Van Damme, yeah. Damn, but there's that's definitely one. If you watch it a second time, you see him walking around like on the upper level, and he's looking at himself, and you don't see it the first time you watch it because you're not expecting to look at the crowd and see him standing. Uh, Angelina. Schindler's List. Really. Yeah. I've seen that one all the way through, even. Uh, cycle camp. Have you ever seen Soldier with Kurt Russell? Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah. A cyborg, or, no, not a cyborg. He's just an enhanced. Right. Human. Yeah. He's the I old. Like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, I haven't seen that one in forever. Uh, Dead Horse. Boondock Saints. I don't know. I've only seen that once, and I've been saving the second one so that if I ever want to watch a movie that I've never seen before, but should be good. I don't know if anybody else does that. I do uh, that. Gizzard. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Hmm. That's a long one, too, right? Yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah, it's a three-hour. Dano? Matrix. Hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff in Matrix. Now that I'm thinking more about 2001, whenever you get like a movie that's three hours long, there's no way you're going to remember everything in that movie, right? That's right. Uh, by the Matrix, I really mean the series. Well, well I'm assuming you meant the first one, because the seconds and third ones are pretty weird. But Well, I mean, it depends on how far down the rabbit hole you want to go as far as your sci-fi. It's true. Roosted? Event Horizon. Which one's that? I. It's vaguely familiar. It's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Uh, it's really good about a spaceship in space. Where they all kind of like lose their minds or whatever. Yeah, they come up with a uh, gravity drive or something like that, and it makes this Event Horizon spaceship leave our dimension, and then it returns, and it's about a boarding party that's sent to rescue the survivors and the ship. Oh, is it new? No, uh, no, no. It, it's old, but it's way good. It's worth watching once. All right, I'll watch it. Chances are, I can't even think of another one because I've been trying to think of the movies you guys are talking about. So I'm going to go with uh, people that are out there chatting. Pants is saying Event Horizon is epic. Ozzy is saying that uh, Jason Bourne movies. I really liked them, but I haven't watched them in a while. But I do remember watching a couple of those when they were kind of new. And that whole like crazy fight stuff was kind of unique still. Anybody else like Bourne? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, the movie starts running and never stops running till the end. 
Have you guys ever read the books? Are they like that too? No, I've never read the books. Those were books. My mom's into reading stuff like that. So was, I've known those that it, need forever. And then when the that, movie came out, I was like, wow, this is what my mom's read? <laughs> and, and that's kind of funny because I'll read a book and I'll go see the movie. But if I see the movie, I won't read the book. Because books are always better. But you're gonna let the movie ruin it for the book, you mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna go back and, and read the book and, and then say, Oh god, they screwed that up so badly. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine like Starship Troopers, you know, if, if you if you saw the movie and then you went back and read the book and found out what the guy was really trying to say, oh my god, it would make you puke. This oh, sad. No, I think it's 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 important that you read the book Starship Troopers. It's a whole awesome, awesome, awesome one of the best yeah. books ever. Compared to that, well, it is the best book, one of the best books ever, period. And then they made a movie about it, which was cool in its way, but yeah, definitely not the book. All right, so I'm going to keep digging into the other side, that platform that hates guns, with all the people that don't want to go hang out on gun channels. Vanessa, could you see in Chud? I don't even think I watched that whole movie before. Do you guys oh, like God. That movie, when I was a little kid, when I first watched that, scared the living daylights out of me. That was probably the scariest movie I had ever seen when I was a little kid. But half, but half a half a screen back, she had Pulp Fiction, which is a classic, and you can watch that one over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it, it's that, something about like what do they call that kind of movie where it's a whole bunch of things happening and you kind of patch them together? There's like a name yeah, for it's that. like a it's like a, a whole series of vignettes or a montage or or and they and they jump around too. You know, it's not it's not consistent in time because they go forward and then they jump back and then they go forward and they jump back. And that that was pretty cool. There was a guy on YouTube that actually put all of them in order once upon a time. Doesn't exist anymore due to copyright strike and whatnot. But oh, it'd be interesting. Yeah, it interesting. How, how yeah, did, it was, did it watch cool? Yeah, it was all right. It, it wasn't much different. I mean, he just put them in chronological order. But I mean, another were they still patchwork, or was it like here's this story, here's this story, here's this story? Uh, it's it still jumped around a little bit. Interesting. It, it's a little more co cohesive. And if you're one of those people who doesn't think about the timeline, like if you just watch it and you kind of think, oh, this is this, this is that, it, it brings some stuff to light. You're like, oh, shit, that's how that went. So this uh, time of year, uh, a Christmas story comes to mind with uh, and some movies like that, holiday movies that you've seen like a thousand times. Noticing different stuff in them. Yeah, Nakatomi Towers. Exactly. Like a whole bunch of those that you're going to watch traditionally, I guess. Yeah. So we got Pulp Fiction out there. Like you said, a couple people have been mentioning that one. G.I. Jane. I can't handle Jane. that. That movie was horrible. Yeah. That's, ugh. I'll, I'll try watching it again, perhaps, just to see. Um, somebody way up top said Spaceballs. That's pretty funny. Oh, all the all the Mel, all the Mel Brooks movies. Either you love them or you hate them. I mean, you know. Exactly. Oh snap! Seven Wonders said Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, how do you Ooh, that was a very interesting movie. Pretty awesome. weird stuff. Awesome movie. Great, great one there. Tim, what's uh, his name? Tim Robbins. Mm -hmm. Has everybody seen Jacob's Ladder? No. No. A long, long time. Oh, ago. that's a weird movie, man. A guy comes back from Vietnam and he dies, or else he dies in Vietnam. Watch. Yeah, he's on the table. They they're they're operating on him. 
really really cool yeah um yeah such a neat Vietnam movie um seven wonders also said the notebook the girl movie it's the notebook Oh, it's a that love was a story. Good, I think that was a good movie. That had James Garner and uh, what's her yeah. name in it? It's about I a couple like that and they're aging and they're getting older. And about Rockford Files? Rockford Files well, is it? Yeah, well, she, she what it is, it's, it's he's visiting this woman in an old folks home and he's reading her from this notebook. And you find out at the end of the movie, it's the story of their lives because she's got Alzheimer's. Oh, well, you ruined it for me. Well, yeah, now you gotta watch the notebook. We'll read the book and it'll be fine. <laughs> it's every chick's favorite movie. It's what? Every chick's favorite movie, the notebook. Oh, fuck no, it's not. <laughs> it ain't my favorite movie, dude. Well, you are a unique chick. Well, I'll tell you, if you really want to watch an interesting movie that's an awful lot of fun, go watch Big Fish. Ugh, I hate. Uh, what's his face? Moulin Rouge. So are we just Owen throwing McGregor? them out? Owen McGregor? Yeah, I don't oh, like Oh, but that was a great movie. No, I can't get past him. Oh. I know. All right. Since we're just throwing them out, what about Seven Daily Sins? I've never seen that. I didn't no. like it. That's the What's in the Box one? Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I don't like movies that are like, I don't know why they fixate on people dying and being gross, and I don't understand that. I mean, I normally don't ever watch horror movies. I, I, I watched that because I didn't know that's what it was about. That's how I ended up watching it. I was with somebody else. <laughs> You're like, sure, let's watch this adventure. <laughs> so yeah. I was with a, a friend of mine and his wife, and they wanted to watch it. They invited me to come over and watch it because they rented it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to take it in a different direction. Hopefully that was interesting. but uh, And maybe we'll do something yeah, it like it generated a lot of comments. We'll do something like that again. Um, Seven Wonders is saying, seriously, if you haven't watched Jacob's Ladder, you need to watch it. I watched it more times than any other movie. Might watch it again tonight if I have my typical insomnia. Yeah, I think it's a neat one. Twelve Monkeys. And I agree with Ghost. Twelve Monkeys was really good too. Good in another way, but similar. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the movie. Maybe you guys can help me remember what it's called. But they keep sending this guy back in time to find out about an explosion on a 12 train. Monkeys. That's 12 monkeys. Is, no. is that? No, 12 monkeys it's is the one on where they train. send. No, oh, that's, oh, that's oh, where they send yeah, him I back to try to figure out who started infecting everybody. Right. Explosion yep. on a train. That's uh, called the signs or code. It's called the source code. code. I think yeah, because you find out the guy is really an intellect in a machine or something. Oh, is that what it was? I watched and, that and, one. And they keep I, sending them back, and they keep sending them like, back. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. Killed. Every time, because I don't really pay attention to movies, so that's one of those ones that it was there was too much going it's, on. It's kind of like live, live, you know, live, die, repeat. Kinda, in yeah. that the guy, every time he goes back, he gets a little further in figuring out what the hell happened. And what they're trying to do is avoid the explosion. Or at least find out who did it. I think that's what they're trying to do is try to figure out the yeah who did it yeah all right so i'm going to take it a little different direction like i said we'll dig into that perhaps in the future maybe another take on something like that but uh now i'm going to rip off matt he did a thing where i forget who the actor was we had to go around and come up with bruce willis i think movies with bruce willis in it but that's weak so let's do it with um uh movies with a spaz 12 in it does that work and we'll just go around until we can't run can't find any more 
and I guess go ahead and cheat off of the uh, uh, comments out there. If people are too lazy to jump in here, which they have the links to do so, then uh, maybe they can participate through the uh, text chat out there. Uh, let's see. We'll go roost it first. No. Movies with who? Spaz 12. The Spaz 12 shotgun. You can start with Angelina. She sounded really disappointed that I'd get to go first. Okay, Angelina. Because I wanted to say Jurassic Park, because that's the one I know without thinking too hard. Okay, Cycle. I have no idea. Okay, Dead Horse. Oh, uh, the, the the most obvious one, Terminator. Yep, sure. Uh, Gizzard. Uh, give me a minute here. Oh, got another one. Matrix. See, I wasn't cheating. I didn't. I didn't bring up the IMDb database. I just. I didn't bring it up. Robocop. Robocop. Yep. Okay, Dano. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm too. I picked a bad gun. I can't even think of any rooster. After Terminator, I'm kind of at a loss. Well, I'll tell you what. There are so many of them, and everyone you hear, you say, "Oh yeah, that's right." (laughs) Exactly. Uh, why don't we go to Deagle then? The Desert Eagle. That one's in a lot more movies, right? What? 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 I, I don't know. I think it'd be. I don't know if it's any more popular than a Spaz Twelve. Well, didn't they use a didn't or they five. use a Deagle in RoboCop? Probably. Yeah. That's not the one he used. That's the one that Ronnie, what's his name, used at the end of the movie. Yeah, Ronnie Cox. He, yeah, Ronnie Cox. Thank you. So roosted. I believe he's got uh, Boondock Saints. The guy's tracking him down. Doesn't he have a 50? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think he does too. Dana? Same answer as last time. <laughs> what was your answer last time? You don't know? I don't know. You've <laughs> spent Dana. Uh, Gizzard. Commando. All right. Dead horse? Oh, uh, um, oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think maybe Bad Boys with Will Smith. There has to be. Uh, yeah. Michael? I think I used one in The Matrix. Yes. Angelina? Uh, maybe Get Smart. <clears throat> That's smart. Yeah, the remake with um, the dude from The Office and the chick from The Princess Diaries with who's that fucking guy in there? I think they call it the one with the people's eyebrow. He has a Desert Eagle, and I think I'm going with uh, Charlie's Angels. That one, Bad Charlie's Angels, has the golden dual gold ones. Oh yeah, and she can jump all around doing gymnastics with them. Uh, roosted. Did we say commando? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dang it. Uh, how about the Punisher with Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, I know he's got one in that. Yep. There you go, Dan. Are you getting any help from the audience out there? I can hardly stay awake. All right. Excuse me. Uh, Austin Powers in Gold Member. Okay. Dead horse. Um, 
I'm going to say like a, a gangster movie, like Menace to Society or something. I'm going to say one. I can't. Maybe uh, Boys in the Hood. One of, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it is one of those. I can't. I don't know. Okay. Psycho? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't recognize my name. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they used one in the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he played the uh, film hero where the kid went into the movie or he came back out of the movie or something like that. Last Action Hero? That movie was. Yeah, Last Action Hero. That's the one. Yep. I think he had a gold one in there. Angelina? I don't know anymore. Uh, you can cheat. <clears throat> I did I better with cheat. that. I don't want to cheat. There's a lot of good ones in the in the uh, bad chat. Yeah, exactly. And this one I'm not copying off of him because this is going to be my next one because this one I just moved this filmed in Tucson. But you're all going to go, oh yeah, Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man. Oh, was there? Well, yeah, the one dude. What Harley carries a Magnum and Marlboro Man carries a big ass revolver, or the other way around. I'm still trying to figure out why you didn't say Red Dawn when we were talking about movies. We'd watch more than once, get stuff out of them. <laughs> you should have already memorized Red Dawn by now, though. So that, oh, know. that's okay. So you don't even have to watch it. You just play it against your eyeballs. So no one ever says, like, an obvious choice for any of these. Like, it would be, like, Tremors, because, like, there was, like, every gun on that wall. Oh, snap. Yeah. I think it was actually part three by the time he gets to the Deagle. I absolutely love those movies. What gun would you use against the underground worm, Angelina? Uh, like some kind of a mini gun. Like... Rapid fire? Yeah, okay. like a rapid fire, like business meaner. Uh, cycle. Flamethrower. Interesting. Dead horse. 50 BMG all day. Uh, Gary. Howitzer. <laughs> That's a good one. It's, it's effective, <laughs> but shooting it would be difficult unless the thing's laying there. You know what I mean? Like aiming that thing or getting it to set up. I mean, it's We're just talking logistics here, man. <laughs> no, you're right. You could probably get it to like climb through an alley or like a valley or something and then wait a lot. Yeah. Um, Daniel. Thermonuclear warhead. Oh. <laughs> and I don't fuck around. Those things have guns. He's getting rid of them that easily. Collateral damage, but <laughs> roosted. Phased plasma rifle in the forty watt range. Just glass the dirt that they're in. <laughs> I'm going PKM. Best of all worlds. Five fifty four R and belt fed and rugged and lightweight. You can. Move. All right. Well, did we exhaust everybody besides Dano? It's been about well, about about forty-five minutes. Let's probably see if I got a gun shop out here. Oh, anybody got a gun shop to talk about today? I think Roosted. I didn't. Didn't you have? A, didn't you go to a gun shop recently? Yeah, we already did that one. I got one. The soda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got one. It is. But recently I've started to work with a couple of gun manufacturers. So I do a few more videos on guns and 
What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just listening. I, I think we're waiting for you to tell us about your uh, gun shop, Angela. Yeah, there's some sort of weird audio thing going on. Sounds like background. It's not me this time, I swear. No so way. What's Angelina, what's your shop? She's not even here anymore. Angelina. All right, well. Um, do you guys still hear that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear that. Yeah, just go ahead and tell us the name of the gun shop. Okay, um, it's BB Family Arms. B-E-E-B-E. -E -E. Let me get their... Uh, do they sell BB guns? No, they sell real guns. And <laughs> they sell these real guns in California. They're a um like a you know, a family owned shop type thing. And uh Yeah, it's uh can you guys see my screen? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Whatever radio you got going on in the background. I don't think that's me. Hold on. Now I think it is me. Now the source of the weirdness has been located. I don't think it's me. All right. So uh, this is the inside of the shop. Um, they got some guns and stuff. They got a lot of ammo, and they make ammo there. So, you know, ammo is like a difficult thing in California. This and is um, a teal-colored gun. Ugh. This is down by San Diego. Yeah, this is down uh, San Diego, and uh, I well it's Fallbrook, but yeah, in that area, um, they do Cerakote and stuff there. I think they do like gunsmithing, but I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, they sell accessories, they sell guns. Um, that's the family there. They do a lot of um, stuff in their community. So like right here, it says they were donating something to this Pop Warner football. And I know they donate like guns and stuff for raffles and they're real involved in their community. And that's, you know, that's good to see a gun shop um, in their community. And there's uh, their mascots, this big avocado who's armed. And uh, yeah, just a cool shop. Very cool. It's nice that they're called uh, family arms too. So, you know, they're, Putting a different light out there to everybody who sees their presence out there. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, I know they do um, like 4 H stuff, and I think that they donate rifles to stuff like that. The oh, van? and this. Yeah, the, yeah, they're all about the van. See, that's their like family van, and it's got their mascot on it, and they're real involved in the San Diego County gun owners stuff. Um, so they're super, super pro 2A. And they put a lot of time behind that. So, yeah, I mean, if you're in the area, definitely give them some business and check out their stuff. <clears throat> right on. Well, one of the reasons we do the gun the show on a daily basis is that we can feature a new gun shop every day. That's our goal. And uh, to remind people that uh, you've got a camera in your pocket, if you've got a phone, uh, most of the time, I've got a 90-something-plus success rate. If I ask if it's okay to take some pictures and share them on the web, most shops understand what that means, and they're more than happy to. We encourage you to do that. Uh, let people know about these shops. That's our our water. What's it called? What was uh, Coast always say it's our water cooler. Community's water cooler out there. So it's a uh, uh, 
worth uh, the effort to help other people know about them and that they're there. Um, oh, I was going to also feature a advocate of the day. And I've been listening to the Riding Shotgun with Charlie podcast. We talked about that one, I think, the other day. And uh, I've been listening to him when I do like the two-way workshops and stuff on just, you know, the background if there's nobody joining me. And I listen to this guy, Michael de Bethencourt. Anybody ever heard of this guy before? Is me talking about him? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, pretty cool. Um, this is an interview. I'll drop the interview in here. Anybody that wants to listen to it, feel free. And um, he's interest he's uh he started out as a carnival guy, a carny. And then uh um try to see if there's like a uh, um, or something here. He started out as a carny and uh, got kicked out of a bunch of schools and stuff. Then he became, uh, I think, an insurance or something. And then he eventually got to sales and selling items to law enforcement. Uh, as a salesman, he asked if it was okay to uh, take some of the training that the, like, asp batons and the pepper spray, the things like that that he was selling to law enforcement. He asked to participate in some of the training so that he could more effectively sell the items. And while he, after experiencing some of that training, from what he describes it, um, he became interested in that kind of you know stuff, doing you know doing that kind of thing. Uh, so he became uh, more involved in that, and uh, then I believe an instructor. And uh, at this point, uh, more than just an instructor, he's an advocate of uh, actual instruction on snub guns, so short-barreled revolvers, uh, and he has a really interesting insight on it and uh, does some stuff with hand-to-hand -hand and knife. So the kind of stuff that a lot of people don't uh, think about when they think about uh, self-defense or CCW type training or instruction. And, and beyond that, he does some, um, I don't have to call them, they're not really, a, it's not really a shooting sport, but it's a competition that he'll set up. It's a traveling competition that he'll go to a range and, and set up, I think, seven, um, stages two stages are from speed uh, loaders for the it's all revolvers so two stages are from speed loaders two stages are from speed strips two stages are from loose rounds reloading from loose rounds and then the last stage you get that red pistol that it looks like he's got in this picture and you shoot a modified snub gun that shoots paint uh, uh, paint markers instead of bullets and it's uh, one person on potentially one or more opponents so it's uh, almost a mini force on force uh, mm. in as one of the stages in this uh, sub gun match so uh, they do it also in a no noir theme so unlike a single action shooters or unlike a military or something uh, they're doing it with like fedoras and like uh, you know the stages are based on movies or something I don't know so it's a little bit of fun and uh, you know using the tools that a lot of us carry around every day little revolvers. So uh, I just think that's super cool. This interview with them on Riding Shotgun with Charlie is 45 minutes long. They go uh, from someplace to the uh, Old North Bridge, which is where the Revolutionary War started. The first British soldier was shot right there. They go there and hang out and then get back in the car and continue the interview. Super interesting. Going to leave the link in the description to this video and I'll drop it on the Gun Channel side and I guess also on YouTube. And uh, I encourage you to check out a guy called Michael D. Bethencourt and uh, Writing with Charlie podcast. Does anybody think they would take or go, you know, participate in a match like that where you do six stages, 
I would in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. He says you gotta bring your fedora. He says you gotta bring your own fedora. He says you don't compete against each other. You compete against your last uh, time that you showed up. So let's say you shoot it at X amount of time. The next time you show up, you're you're competing against your old score, right? So he says if um, if you do better, everybody gives you a smile. He says if you do the same, everybody looks at you questioningly. And whoever does worse, they say they make fun of your fedora. So that's that gives you a little glimpse into his humor and his. I uh, just do it for my lady's honor. So, yep, let's do this. Where's this at? What state is this at? He travels around. I think he's out east. I'm pretty sure he's in Massachusetts or someplace. Uh, wherever, the, wherever the Revolutionary War started, they're within driving distance of that. So it's somewhere. This is on all on East Coast. I would like to see. Does he have video of this up on YouTube or? Probably. Doesn't seem like he's uh, unaware of stuff, so I'm not sure. All right, well, that's uh, it. Now you're making me on. We've been going about an hour, which is our goal. Talk about guns to not uh, be influenced by the news of the day, especially the agenda-based dissemination of shit that usually ends up in an ambush that we usually have to deal with. Of course, yesterday, the 18th, they banned uh, bump stocks through executive order. And that's something that we resisted quite effectively back in 2013 when Obama suggested doing it. Uh, Trump just went ahead and did it yesterday. And uh, now is the time for us to either decide to sit on the sidelines and watch what happens or to do something uh, in an effort to uh, think about what actions we could do. Um, we uh, had a chat earlier today for a couple hours. I want to thank Dano and Dead Horse and Gary and others for jumping into that. We'll continue to have those kind of conversations so that we can have a uh, more effective reaction to these situations going forward. And we use these uh, methods of communication that we hone, that we practice with, right, uh, throughout the year when times like this, when it's important and necessary for us to utilize these modes of communication. I'm going to call on y'all, the people that are watching this. You're not watching this because it's entertaining. And if you are, Get out of here. If you're watching this, we want you to get a piece of paper out, write a letter to Trump, let him know that if he was uh, doing this with the uh, advice of the NRA, that they did not speak for us or whatever you want to put in that letter. But we recommend that you do something. And uh, what we came up with earlier today was the idea of writing a piece of paper letter to the president to let him know that his uh, counsel from the NRA was incorrect. And we do not think that this is something that's uh, inconsequential. And uh, more importantly, uh, the you know bigger repercussions of this is that the executive branch is able to uh, it, you know basically change law uh, that has no in, in, uh, no uh, part of the uh, legislative branch, you know, no influence from the legislative branch, which is you know unconstitutional. So this is not only setting up a precedent that's bad for guns, but bad for the country and bad for lawmaking, and uh, or law. I don't know what's the word enforcement. But uh, whatever, we're trying not to do that on this show, but we're not going to be ignorant of it either and unaware of it. So go check out that other show. If you don't like us, go check out other people who are chatting about this. But uh, we suggest this is the time to do nothing. Inaction is a choice, and it is an action. So you're deciding right now if you're going to listen to me say this and do nothing. You've made that decision. 